Amanda, did you hear that? Come on, will you? Did I hear what? That whistle. That's the Rinso White whistle. And Rinso means us. That's right. Rinso gets clothes Rinso White. And Rinso presents the Amos and Andy Show. Next wash day, every wash day, remember, you can have a Rinso white wash. With ease. A Rinso bright wash. With safety. Yes, it's Rinso for a happy wash day. Rinso for an easy wash day. Soapy rich Rinso suds get out stubborn dirt fast. Give you a wash that's really white. And Rinso's anti-sneeze. Right you are. Rinso's made by an exclusive anti-sneeze process and is 98% free of sneezy soap dust. No other granulated soap can make this claim. So next wash day, remember. Rinse white. Rinse white. Happy little wash day song. And now our stars, Amos and Andy. Well, the seemingly impossible has happened. Andy Brown, Harlem's number one Casanova, has been unable for the past two weeks to get himself a date. It seems that the young ladies of Harlem refuse to go out with a man who is consistently broke and spends little or no money on them. Andy has been on the phone now for two hours, going through his little black address book in alphabetical order. Well, that take care of the L's. Let me turn over here to the M's here. M. Emily. I think I'll call her. I hope this Emily remembers me. She's a high-class gal. Society, I'll show them Harlem highbrows. Thanks, Garage and Auto Works. Uh, say, would you mind calling Emily Smith to the phone? She works in the grease pits. <laughs> okay, okay. I can give you anything but love, baby. Hello. Oh, hello, Emily. This is Andy Brown. Do you remember me? Andy Brown? Why, you cheap, tight-fisted, penny-pinching, no-good, ignorant bum? Oh, then you do's remember me, huh? You got some nerve calling me after that last date. I don't ever want to see you again. Goodbye. Oh, me. Why is it that I always... Oh, hello, fella. Bill, how is it, Andy? Hi there, son. Say, you kind of look down in the dumps. What's the trouble? Uh, oh, I can tell you the trouble. Look on his face there. It's gals, ain't it, Andy? Oh, I can't get a date with nobody. Boy, what I'd give to have a date with a good-looking gal. Take her out dancing to some good music, trip to light fanatic and all that stuff. <laughs> uh, yeah, I know what you mean. Say, Andy, that sailor friend of yours, Joe, that's bunking with you doing this furlough, he seems to go out with a lot of gals and have a good time. Why don't you try to catch his overflow? Well, <laughs> being a sailor, he can get in that Harlem canteen. They got two bands there playing all the time, lots of entertainment, plenty of food, and the whole thing is on the house, free, for nothing, gratis. And the best part of it all is, there ain't no charge. <laughs> Hey, well, that sounds like about the right price range for you, Andy. Oh, boy, I'd like to go there. You know, maybe I ought to join the Navy. Yeah, a fine sailor you'd make. Yeah, 
And they is ready to fight the last man at the Harlem Canteen, ain't you, son? Well, I'll fight him. Don't worry. And uh, maybe this fella Joe can get a date for you. Oh, listen. All he'd do is aggravate me. While I is sitting up in my room with no money and no gals, he is going out every night. Then he come home and tell me what a great time he done had. I just can't stand listening to no more. Say, look, Andy. Here comes your pal Joe walking in now. Hello, fellas. How are you? Well, hello there, Joe. Hiya, Joe. Andy, did I just have a date with a gorgeous little gal? I met her at the Harlem Canteen, and oh boy, was she gorgeous. Look, Joe, I don't care if the gal was gorgeous. Don't come around here tell me that stuff. I'm go- uh, 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 how gorgeous was she? <laughs> well, let me give you an idea, son. Yeah. You know the man that wrote Cherche La Femme? Yeah. Well, this must have been the film he was Cherchezing for. <laughs> That was a little sweet meat if ever I seed one. And after we come back from dancing, me and her sat on the sofa together and... Oh, boy! Oh, look, Joe, I don't want to hear another word about you two on the sofa. Yeah, we don't want to hear nothing about that no more, no, Joe. We sure don't. That's right. Don't want to hear no more about you and the, and, and the gal on the sofa. No. Yeah, and I'm going to tell you another thing. Uh, uh, we don't want to hear no more about it, you see? Well, all right, Andy. Let's forget all about it, then. Yeah, well, that suits me fine. I, I'm on... T- uh, did she snuggle with you? Oh, boy. Yeah, uh, Andy, you better wipe the chin off there. I think you're drooling at the mouth a little bit. <laughs> yeah, Andy's in bad shape there. Unlax yourself, Andy. Your day will come. One thing more I got to tell you, Andy. This gal has got the greatest little figure I ever seen. Why well, take this gal in preference to Venus de Milo any day? You would? Why, sure. Well, look, Joe, you don't need two gals. How about letting me take out this Venus de Milo? <laughs> Say, Andy, Venus de Milo is a statue. Uh, listen, in Andy's position, he can't afford to be choosy. <laughs> Say, Andy, the reason I dropped in was I wondered if you'd do me a favor. Nah. You see, I've been on the go so much that I just ain't had time to get my other uniform press. Now, it's up in the room. When you goes back there, would you have it pressed for me? Yeah, I guess so. Thanks a lot, old boy. You as a pal. All you got to do is just take it to the tailor and get the pleats reaped, the collar fluffed, the flaps snapped, the cuffs stuffed, the creases sharp, the seams reamed, the buttons shined, and the ribbons clean. And get it right so I won't be late tomorrow night for my special date. And now I see it's time to fly, so I will say goodbye, goodbye. Well, I gotta get going too, so I'll see y'all later. So long. Oh, me. Well, it looked like I'm in for another dull evening. I wish I was in uniform. Then I could go to the Harlem Canteen like Joe do. Yeah, the place sounds great, all right, Brother Anna. Well, guess I better get on home and get his sailor suit pressed, cause I'm gonna ta- uh, 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 say, Kingfish. I just got an idea. And now, uh, we're ahead of you. You're figuring on wearing Joe's sailor suit and going to the canteen yourself. That's exactly right. And it wouldn't be unpatriotic neither, because I wouldn't eat none of the food. All I want to do is dance a couple of dances with a gal again to take away this lonely feeling. And uh, you think you can get away with it? Oh, sure. I'll just be one sailor among all the others there. And if they ask me what ship I'm from, I'll say the USS Williamsport. That's Joe's ship. Yeah. Kingfish, come on home with me while I put on a uniform. Then I'll go over to the Harlem Canteen. Well, there's the canteen up ahead there, Kingfish. Say, how did this uniform look on me? Yeah, well, them pants are kind of tight on you, all right. Uh, 
Don't look like the Navy is geared for much stooping. <laughs> well, here's the place. Yeah, I'll leave you, Anna, and good luck to you, and don't get caught. Don't worry, Kingfish. Good evening, sailor, and come right in. Oh, yes, yes, ship ahoy and all that stuff. <laughs> you don't know it, buddy, but we got a big surprise in store for you. Yes, sir. A big surprise? Uh, I gotta go. I just remembered I left the light burning in the boiler of the ship. Oh, no. No, no, you're not getting away from us now. Oh, Mr. Edwards, here he is. What, you got him? Really? Well, we've been looking forward to this for a long time. What's your name, sailor? Well, Andrew H. Brown. I better be running along uh, now. What's your ship? Uh, the, the USS Williamsport. Uh, but I can explain everything, Miss Honest, I can. I didn't mean no harm. Harm? <laughs> Listen to that, Sam. Harm. <laughs> oh, this is a big day for you, Brown. And we're happy to welcome you. Oh, uh, please, mister. I'll come back tomorrow. Brown, yes. allow me be, uh, to be the first to congratulate you on being the one millionth man to enter the Harlem Canteen since its opening. And in honor of being the millionth man, you're going to be our guest for a whole week in the suite at the Harlem Plaza Hotel. I'm going to take you over there right now. And, of course, we have a lot of parties planned for you, and there'll be more publicity than you ever dreamed of. What have you got to say to that? Gentlemen, you wouldn't want to hear it. Now let's listen to the Mystic Knights of the Sea Quartet singing Candy. Let's talk about candy. Yum, yum. I call my sugar candy. Yum, yum. Because I'm sweet on candy. Candy sweet on me. She understands me. My understanding candy. And candy's always handy. Sweet tooth from a sweetheart candy. Gonna be just dandy. The day I take my candy and make her mine, all mine. tell you, fellas, I ain't never been in such an awful mess in my whole life. Being this millionth service man, I, I don't know what to do about the thing. Yeah, you say you don't spend the night at the Harlem Plaza Hotel? Yeah, that's right. Yeah, the Harlem Plaza Hotel, that's a very exclusive place, ain't it, Henry? Yes, they got a rule there that nobody's permitted in the lobby in their stocking feet. <laughs> oh, me. I think I'm going back there and confess everything to him. Now, wait a minute, wait a minute now, Henry. Just hold yourself down now. Don't get no crazy ideas in your head. Mm. You can't do that. Yeah, you is really in trouble if you do a thing like that. Yes, that's right, Andy. It'll go very hard with you. My advice is to keep up the masquerade till the thing blows over, which ought not to be more than a couple of days. Yeah, that's all you got to do, Andy. Yeah, but in that time, they're going to find out that I ain't no sailor. I don't know nothing about sailor talk or how to act like a sailor or yeah, nothing. Well, that, that, that ain't nothing to worry about. Now, all you got to do is listen to a couple of people there, like me and Henry here. We can help you with that, can't we? Why, certainly, Andy. You know, I used to own a yatch myself many years ago. 
Oh, yes, Henry, you say? Oh, yes, yes. As a matter of fact, I can still remember launching the thing. Yeah, that's great. Uh, is that right, Henry? Uh, you mean one of them regular launchings where you break the bottle of champagne over the thing? Well, no, not exactly. This was rather a small boat. As, as I recall it, we launched it with a short beer. Yeah. Yeah, one of the most important things you got to know, Andy, is what kind of a sailor you is. Now, you know, every sailor is a specialist. Now, everyone, that's where they go, you see. Yeah. They got special duties. Yeah, well, how is I going to find that out? Yeah, about the insignia on your sleeve there. Let me see you. Let me hold up your arm there, that other one there. Let me see it. Oh, this. You mean yeah, the signature right there? Yeah, that signature there. Yeah, uh, what is that thing? Yeah, mm, got an anchor on it there. Yeah, well, what does that mean? Well, that's simple, Andy. Uh... It means that when the ship pulls into the harbor, you is what they throw overboard. Yeah. Well, now, just a minute, just a minute. Kingfish, uh, is you sure that? Yeah, well, all I know is what I see on your sleeve there, and there you got the anchor there. Yeah, well, listen, fellas, you know, maybe if you can learn me enough of this stuff, why, I could pass for a sailor for a few days and not get in no trouble. Yeah, it's your only chance, Andrew. That's the only thing you got to do. Yeah, yeah. Well, the thing I better do now is call up the Harlem Plaza Hotel. They don't know where I is, and they might go down to the boat looking for me. Then they'd really get wise to me. Let me get to that telephone. Yeah, hey, go ahead, Dad. Telephone and find out everything. Yeah. You fellas can learn me all this Navy talk, and I can get the thing all down pat you. Wait a minute, wait a minute. Uh, hello, uh, Harlem Plaza Hotel. Take it easy now, son. Uh, this is Seaman Brown, the millionth man and all that stuff. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, well, I just want to... Uh, what is that? Push them veins back in your head there. I don't like the way you... <laughs> they is? Uh, when? Oh, me. Mm. Yeah, well, thanks. Goodbye. Uh, what's the matter, Andy? You look sick. I is sick. The canteen officials is having a party for me. Well, what's the matter with that, Andy? Yeah. Well, so did my shipmates can get in on the fun. They is having the party right on my ship, the USS Williamsport. Uh-oh. Uh, Andy... If you goes aboard that ship, they'll find that you was a phony in one minute. Yes, now you was really in hot water, Andy. Oh, me. They sent in a canteen official over to the hotel at 2 o'clock to pick me up and take me down to the boat. Yeah, well, Andy, I was afraid that you was going to learn Navy talk now and not the best kind. Yeah. <laughs> well, 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 what must I do, fellas? What must I do? Andy, there's only one thing for you to do. Now, you're in trouble, and you might as well come to your senses. The only thing for you to do is go over and see your lawyer, Gabby Gibson. Maybe he can help you. Hello there, Gabby. Andy Brown, what in the world are you doing in that sailor suit? Well, uh, that's what I come over here to talk to you about. I knew he was scraping the bottom of the barrel, but <laughs> I didn't know he was looking under it. Listen, Gabby, listen here. I ain't in the Navy. You ain't? Oh, I get it. You just like to wear sailor suits. And it looks cute on you, too. Mighty cute. Look here, Gabby. I come here to get your help. Be delighted to help you, Andy boy. Be delighted to help you. I'll meet you at your house tonight. We'll float submarines together in your bathtub. Listen, Gabby. This is a real sailor suit I got on. I done barred it so I could get in the canteen. And it was just my luck that I was the one millionth man that walked in there. Now they're going to give me a party aboard a ship. And I'm going to be found out just as show as anything. Now, listen, Gabby, you was a smart lawyer. 
I'll give you five dollars if you help me out. It's a deal, Andy. And Gabby, if I'm going to pay you five dollars, I want you to do a good job on this case. Oh, I'll do a third job, Andy. Yes, indeed, a third job. Now, where's my Navy law book? I got a complete law library here. Oh, here he is, my Navy law book. Let me look in there. I really got to do some research on this case. Let me see here. Mm-hmm. 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 <laughs> Andy, did you know that Seabiscuit run the mile in the quarter in 201 in the fifth? <laughs> Listen, Gabby, I thought you said that was a Navy law book. Oh, oh yes, uh, yeah. <laughs> I can't understand why the Navy's interested in Seabiscuit. Oh, maybe I ought to get myself another lawyer. Oh, no, Andy, wait a minute, now, wait a minute. I got an idea, I got an idea right in the back of my head here. Yeah, well, lean forward and let it roll out of your mouth. Yeah. All right, all right. Andy, what you got to do is get some friend of yours to dress up like a high-ranking Naval officer. And just before you're ready to leave for the party on the boat with whoever's going to take you there, have this friend of yours bust into the room and order you out on special duty right away. Oh, have somebody dress up as a naval officer and order me off on special duty. Hey, Gabby, I think you got something there. Maybe Shorty will do it for me. Only one thing you got to watch out for in having a friend of yours play the part of a high-ranking naval officer. They're allowed to give you the Navy Combat Medal. The Navy Combat Medal. The Navy Combat Medal? How you figure that? Well, if the Navy finds you meddling in their business, they're going to come back to you over the head. That's the Navy Combat This is National Cotton Week, usually celebrated with stores full of cottons that are a joy and a delight to the hearts of women everywhere. However, like many other vital materials, cotton is fighting now. But don't be discouraged because cotton manufacturers promise better than ever cottons quickly after the war. Rinso's a lifesaver for cotton. Those soapy rich Rinso suds soak the dirt out in as little as ten minutes, plus a few quick finger rubs on extra dirty places. That means no hard rubbing, no boiling. And that's just as easy on your wash as it is on you. That counts with me, because colored washables, sheets, towels, and aprons are so hard to replace these days. Yes, with cotton being used for military purposes, the best thing to do is to make the things you have last longer. Sure, with Rinso. Yes, indeed. Rinso gets out stubborn dirt safely and fast. Try it next wash day. You'll soon be singing while you wash. Rinso white. For a wash that's white as it can be. Rinso white. B-R-I-G-H-T Yes, Rinso keeps your colors bright Get out more dirt for a wash so bright Here's great advice, you can't go wrong Rinso white Rinso white Happy little wash day song Get Rinso tomorrow And unlock yourself, will you? This canteen official is going to be here in your hotel room any minute to take you to the boat, and you don't want to be nervous. Look, Kingfish, as you showed us, Shorty has got everything straight. Oh, certainly, and I done talked to Shorty, had a long talk with him. Shorty done agreed to play the part of a naval officer. Now, I got a uniform for him from one of the costume companies, and I got some extra gold braid, and I done give it to him to sew on his sleeve to make sure that he looked like a big officer. Yeah, well, I just hope nothing go wrong. Kingfish, suppose this fellow that's coming up here asked me how I done got in the Navy. I can't tell him I was drafted, can I? I was too old. Yeah, well, no, no, just tell him that you done enlisted in the Navy. Tell him that you used to be a stevedore down on the docks, and you always liked the boats and everything around the water. Yeah, tell him you used to be a stevedore and you enlisted in the Navy. Uh-oh, uh-oh, here he is now. Yeah. Come in. Uh, how you do, sir? How do you do, gentlemen? How do you do? Remember me, Brown? My name is Edwards. I'm associated with the canteen. Oh, yes, yes. Uh, this is, uh, my uncle, George Stevens here. He, he just kind of hanging around. Oh, yeah. I see. 
Well, uh, we have a few minutes before we leave for the ship. Do you mind if I sit down? Oh, yes, sir. Yes, sir, Mr. Edwards. Make yourself ready. Sit right down there. Thank you. Thank you. By the way, Brown, uh, how did you happen to join up? Uh, oh, uh, well, uh, uh, I was down to docks. Uh, I used to be a cuspidor. <laughs> Uh, a fellow by the name of Steve asked me to join up. Right? <laughs> yeah, good old Steve, good old Steve. Uh... Well, I, I won't ask that question again. <laughs> you know, I'm glad it was a sailor who was the one millionth man of the canteen. You see, I was a naval officer in the last war, so uh, I'm a Navy man myself. Oh, uh, you hear that, Andy? Uh, <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. Say, uh, Brown, I'd like to hear a first-hand account of some of the action your ship has been in. Uh, action? Mm. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah, well, uh, uh, yeah, I'll never forget that first Jap air raid when I was on board ship. There are four Japs was coming straight at us. Now, without waiting a second, I rushes to the stern. Uh, that's the front of the boat, you know. What? Uh, well, with those planes coming at us, we opened up on them with our anti-aircraft battery. Oh, your five-inch guns. Five-inch? Some of them guns was over six feet long. <laughs> no, I meant the diameter of the bore. That's how guns are measured, the bore. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so you're talking about the last war, yeah. Yeah, uh, then what happened in that fight, then? They, uh, exciting, ain't it, Mr. Edwards? <laughs> yeah, yeah, so, well, uh, then as the Jap planes start diving toward me, I knocked them right out of the sky with my 10-inch caliber machine gun. Uh, with a 10 caliber machine gun, you could hit nothing. Well, he was shooting at zero. Yeah, I... <laughs> well, I must say that's certainly an amazing experience. In yeah. fact, I find it rather hard to believe. Oh, yeah, so oh, that ain't nothing. Uh, tell him about the big storm you was in, Andy. What big storm? I mean, oh, yeah, 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 the, the big storm. Oh, yeah, it was a tycoon. Oh, boy. It, it, it hit us all of a sudden. The ship was tossing all over the place, and the water was washing in all over the decks, and the captain yells to me, he says, batten down the hatches, Brown, batten down the hatches. <laughs> then I discovered what a mess we was in. But what was wrong? We was all out of batten. <laughs> oh, yeah, the storm done blowed every bale of the stuff overboard. <laughs> All out of batten. <laughs> you Navy men are all alike. As soon as you get hold of an old sailor like me, you start pulling his leg. It's all right. Well, I guess we better get started for your ship now, Brown. Yeah, well, let's stay here a while so that I can tell you about... Uh, oh, the door, door, door. I wonder who that could be. wonder who it could be. Say, I'll let the person in and run along. Goodbye and have fun on the boat. Uh, do your stuff, Shorty. Uh, well, hello, sir. You show us a big naval officer, all right. Goodbye. Ahoy there, and, and, and land ho. <laughs> I, uh, I, I got an order for Seaman Brown. Oh, I have Seaman Brown. Well, shiver my timbers and swab my throat. <laughs> Seaman Brown, you was hereby assigned a special secret duty at the Brooklyn Navy, uh, uh, over the Jersey submarine, I mean, at the New Haven Act, uh, at the Portsmouth Yard. Uh, wait a minute, this is a secret. <laughs> Excuse me, sir, but couldn't this wait till tonight? Brown here is to be honored at a party aboard his ship shortly. Sir, you was forgetting there's a war to be won. We, we can't waste a second if he expects to beat Germany. Germany? Germany surrendered weeks ago. Oh, shucks. That's the trouble with this secret work. They never tell me nothing. <laughs> but nevertheless, nevertheless, Brown's got to come with me right away. Those are his orders. Oh, but listen. Oh, I suppose there's nothing else to do but leave. Ah, uh, that's what I like about the Navy. When there's a job to be done, the Navy jumps right in and does it right away. My eye, that's the United States Navy, all that. And the cases go rolling along. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yeah. 
that, that's the spirit, all right. That's the spirit. Ah, it, it makes me proud to think of the millions of boys in blue, trained and ready to fight the enemy, men of the sea with one ambition burning inside them, one purpose, one mind, one thought. Women, I mean... Uh... <laughs> Well, uh, is we ready, sir? Roger. Roger who? Uh, 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 well, uh, goodbye, mister. I'm sorry to take ground away like this. Just a minute. It's been a pleasure to meet one of our Navy's high officers. Allow me to shake your hand. Yeah, oh, uh, yeah, why, oh, why, certainly. Yeah, well, I, I got to go now. Uh, uh, what is you holding on to my hand for, Mr. Edwards? What, what, what is you looking at? Hey, why are you looking at my hand like that? Hey, wait a minute. Hey, let me go. Oh, Amos, I just can't understand what could have happened to Andy and Shorty. The plan was certainly foolproof, but, well, here I ain't heard from either one of them since yesterday. Yeah, well, it's your fault if something did go wrong, uh... You ain't had no business to uh, agree with him in the first place about it being all right to put on somebody else's uniform and go to the canteen. Ain't that right, Henry? Yes, Amos is absolutely right, Kingfish. It was all wrong in the first place. Personally, I think that... Uh, hold it, Henry, hold it. Uh, maybe that's Andy. Uh, maybe the thing worked out all right after all. Wait a minute. Uh, hello, George Kingfish Stevens talking. Hello, Kingfish. This is Andy. Andy? Say, Andy, where has you and Shorty been since yesterday? Something go wrong? I'll say something went wrong. Me and Shorty had both in jail. The thing was going great up till me and Shorty was about to leave, and then that Edwards fella got suspicious. Oh, he did, huh? Oh, yeah. You never ought to give Shorty that gold braid and told him to sew it on the extra stripes himself. Yeah, well, why should that have made Mr. Edwards suspicious? Why? Shorty had three more stripes on his sleeve than Admiral Nimitz. <laughs> Amos, do you have something to say to the folks? Uh, yeah, sir, but you go ahead and me and Andy will wait till you finish. All right, Amos, what I have to say about Rinso will only take a moment. Ladies, when the makers of 33 leading washers, including the automatic, advise you to use Rinso, well, they ought to know. So, ladies, team Rinso with your automatic duo disc washer. And remember, washer manufacturers are still making essential war materials, so take good care of that automatic. Lubricate it regularly, don't overload it, and next wash day, use Rinso for a wash that's Rinso white and Rinso bright. And you'll find Rinso mighty handy for all your soap and water jobs. Floors, windows, walls, woodwork. And for dishwashing, too. Rinso makes your work go faster and easier. So first thing tomorrow, get Rinso. And now, ladies and gentlemen, Amos and Andy. How do you do, ladies and gentlemen? Hello, folks. We just want to bring to your attention tonight the 7th Warlone Drive. We know that all good Americans are buying war bonds. But this time, our quota is higher than ever. And that's why we want to ask you to buy as many bonds as you can possibly afford. Many of us may feel a little let down after our victory in Europe. But the costly war in front of us is in the Pacific. The United States government, as you know, is not asking you to donate one penny. You all know it's merely a loan of your money at a good rate of interest to you that will help you safeguard your post-war financial security. Your purchase of bonds will shorten the war. It'll help your country... It'll help you hold your head high. Good night, folks. Good night, folks.
sure to be with us next Friday evening at this same time when the makers of Rinso will again present the Emerson Andy Show. Our show is broadcast to our fighting men all over the world through the facilities of the Armed Forces Radio Service. This is Harlow Wilcox saying good night to all of you from all of us and reminding you that fats are a war weapon, so save used fats every drop every day. Don't forget, your butcher will give you cash plus two red ration points for every pound you turn in. Listen, folks, here's one for you. A song about swan. Let's start. One, two. Swan is pure as fine castile. See how smooth your hands will feel. Baby mouth for everything. Swan's the soap that makes us sing. Swan's the soap you're sure to like. Mother, dad, and the little tyke. This is the National Broadcasting Company. <laughs>